Hello everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the channel. Glad to have you all here, and welcome back to episode 235 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, because yes, indeed, this live show is a podcast after all. And so that reminds me to shout out Toph Morris, who is a backer over on Anchor.fm. Thank you for your continuing support of the podcast show over there. And if you are listening to this as a podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on all of your major podcasting platforms. Tonight is an open forum night, so normally I'm talking about specific things and we're trying to stay focused on those things, but tonight... If there are certain questions that you've been wanting to ask, but you've been waiting for the next open forum, or if there's questions or comments where you're like, this is really not appropriate for a movie discussion day or a TV show discussion day, today is the day for that. But of course, I do ask that you do stay appropriate as we are a family-friendly channel here. And also, there are certain things that I just simply cannot answer and cannot talk about. But one exciting thing is the fact that the DLive fam is back. I deleted it on Restream, re-added it, seems to have done the trick. So hello to the DLive fam. We got J-Rod the Beer Guru over there. Much love to Captain J-Rod. Uh, he has been a long-time Subscribestar member. So thank you very much, Captain J-Rod, for being such a supportive person, and of course for being a part of the DLive fam, and hello to all the DLive fam as y'all come in over time. Anyway, let's go ahead and dive into the YouTube chats. What's going on in YouTube chats? By the way, a shout out to Kara Tharp. Kara Tharp has upgraded her membership on YouTube to the Army of Asgard level. So shout out to you, Kara Tharp. Thank you for becoming a member at the Army of Asgard level. I hope that you enjoy it, and I hope that you uh, continue to be awesome. And thank you again for the support of the channel. We also got a $5 super chat coming in from Midnight's Edge. After Dark, Mead, Tom himself. What's going on, Tom? He says this. It's an open forum question, I can already tell. If a train leaves Cleveland at 3 p.m. and another train leaves L.A. at noon, what time do I get pizza on Mars? I think the answer to that question is Elon Musk. I think I had that one right. I think I think I got that answer correct. The correct answer to that question. When will you get your pizza on Mars? Elon Musk. That That is my final answer. Hopefully that answers the question Thank you again, Tom, for being here, good sir. He is a cool dude. So, thank you very much for being here. We also got Miss Martin Muses, who's dropping once again a super sticker. I assume it's a rose, as she likes to drop those roses. Miss Martin Muses, thank you very much for continuing to also be a... For her, she's a, she's a Patreon member. She's also a part of the Chosen of Valhalla as well, though she's only been able to come on uh, about once or twice... Uh, since she's joined, I know that she's very, very busy, and Sundays, of course, for, for people of faith can sometimes be a little bit more difficult um, in order to get there, and so thank you, Miss Martin Muses, for your continued love and your continued support. Uh, looks like we also got Eric Jouette. What's going on, Eric? Eric Jouette has now also upgraded his membership to the Keeper of the Bifrost level. Dude, Eric Jouette, you actually get some upgraded perks with that. Check out the Community tab on YouTube 
and you'll see all of the podcast episodes that I do with John the Flick Pick Flickinger. So you have access to those videos as they are unlisted and they're only available for Keeper of the Bifrost level people and up. And also for future podcast episodes, be on the lookout in that community tab for Q&A post as you can ask questions for both either me or John the Flick Pick Flickinger. So thank you again for upgrading that membership there and for being awesome. I appreciate it. Already a lot of love in this open forum chat tonight. We got Slicer Neons in here, who was here earlier. Says that he'll be late because of a dad because of his dad's birthday party. Well, happy birthday, Slicer Neons, daddy! Uh, and again, you you stay at that party as long as you need to, man. That's an important day. He says that they're having catfish and alligator. That is quite southern indeed. That is quite southern indeed, and it sounds delicious. We also got Rosie G12, who was here at 514. She was here quite early. And she says, Hail Odin and chat. I will miss tonight as we are celebrating my brother's birthday. Happy birthday to the daddy. Slicer Neons. Well, Rosie G12, thank you for stopping by earlier. And I hope that you also enjoy that birthday. Happy birthday, brother of Rosie G12. That's awesome. Always great to have the birthdays. We got Snortapoopus Cuber. What's going on, Snortapoopus? Member on the channel says, Hello, humans and other critters. What's going on, sir? Eric Jouette, of course, in the chat. We got Father Christopher Miller. What's going on, Father? He says, Been meaning to ask, but who's the other priest who's a Patreon sponsor? Father, I have no idea. He's never contacted me. I've never seen him in the chat. I have no idea who he is other than that he's a Patreon member, and so I read him off the list uh, <laughs> when I read off the Patreon names. Um, in the recording for the month. So, yeah, I actually don't know. Yeah, it's Father Damien Cook. So, Father Damien Cook, if you're watching, if you're listening, let your presence be known, man. Uh, we got another father in the chat. He's active when he can be. Uh, father, of course, Father Christopher Miller is a very busy, busy man, always hearing confessions, celebrating masses, doing the things that priests should be doing. And, uh, of course, he always joins us whenever he can. So, uh, shout yourself out, Father Damien Cook, as you are a Patreon member, but also, again... Let's get let's get the team up of the fathers going on here. All right, we got Andrew Hoyle in the chat. What's going on? Andrew Hoyle says, greetings from merry old England. Yes, indeed. There is a strong UK contingency in this channel's community. We got Laura, also known as Waiting for Nerdrotic, who is indeed a mod as well. What's going on? She says, sup, chat. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Poppet. How's it going, everyone? Hello, governor. Andrew Hoyle, the, Andrew Hoyle then said in response... And it looks like Laura is excited for the open forum discussion uh, as they were talking to themselves earlier. And also, Laura, throwing some shade, says, Waiting for Odin, but unlike some, Odin is punctual. This, again, this this is not ego. This is a fact. I, I, I try to always start on time or as close to on time as possible. The only things that ever keep me from doing that are, like, random technical issues that I run into right before the stream, like, out-of-my-control stuff. Or when I have to cancel streams. Uh, but in the general scheme of things, when you think about how many shows we do a year, again, episode 235 of the podcast, and I want to say out of the you know several days in between, we probably only had to cancel in the last year maybe five shows, I think. Um, really not all that many when, when it's all said and done. And of course, that requires me to give a huge shout out to Freya, to, to the wife, Freya, uh, because she is a rock star. She is my rock and uh, she, of course, is what enables me to do so by being able to take care of on these nights those last b- little bitty things that we got to do in order to get Baby Thor put down. So, shout out to, to Freya. 
Golden Ration, what's going on? Good sir. He says, good evening, Odin. Good evening, all. Thank you for being here. We also got Tina B and 70B. What's going on, my Valks, my mods? Tina B is rocking a little bit of a headache today, so Tina B might have to leave at certain points. Uh, but again, Tina, thank you for stopping by anyway. And you you do you, boo. All right, if you if you need to take the night off, feel free to take the night off. We'll we'll be able to manage. Your Muslim uncle, what's going on? Saying driving and listening. Well, I'm glad that you are listening and not watching while driving because that would have me concerned, your Muslim uncle. But thank you for being here nonetheless. We got Orange Hat Review saying Odin the hype is real. As Vegeta from Team Four Star says, I am the hype. Godzilla vs. Kong is four days and I wish I four days away, and I wish that I could time travel. I wish I could feel the same thing. I wish I could feel the same level of excitement, but I just don't have it, man. I, I mean, and I mention this always whenever the discussion of the King Kong and Godzilla universe in the modern era gets talked about, where the, the movies just haven't been all that great. Really, the only one that I like from this current iteration is 2014 Godzilla. I, I actually really liked that film. I thought it was solid. I thought that the acting in it was pretty good as well. Um, you had Brian Cranston in that movie, and I thought that he did a good job. And I know there was there were there was definitely some criticisms to be had of that movie because you don't get a whole lot of you know kaiju action, you don't get a lot of monster action. But I thought it was clever the way it handled it. One of my favorite scenes that actually made me laugh. It made a lot of people angry, and I can totally understand why it did. But it made me laugh, like just out loud laugh was when they were about to show the fighting, mo like the monsters were about to fight for the first time in that movie, and then as soon as they're about to fight, they cut away to a TV angle. So it's all of a sudden, now they're watching it from a TV, and the monsters are fighting on the TV screen instead. I laughed, because I was like, that is brilliant how they did that, and also I knew that people would be ticked off by it too, and so I was like, that's clever. That That's actually some pretty funny stuff. But other than that movie, the 2014 Godzilla, I haven't really liked anything else that, that they have done. Kong Skull Island was not very good. Remember, Brie Larson was in that movie. But again, she wasn't even the one that really drug the, you know, dragged the film down. It was just, it wasn't that great of a movie. And then you had Godzilla King of the Monsters. That film was also a major letdown. Also was a box office failure. And again, that was before any of this COVID stuff. And now we've got Godzilla vs. Kong. And I know there's a lot of people that are excited about it. But for me, it's, how is this going to be any different? Like, how is this going to be any different, seeing that we've had now two movies in this universe? Kong Skull Island, which is set in this universe, and also King, King of the Monsters. Both be underwhelming. Again, that, that's, that's two strikes right there. And I have this suspicion and this feeling that this movie will be strike three. But obviously, if I'm wrong, I will be happy to be wrong. I'm, I'm obviously going to be reviewing it. I won't be able to see this on the big screen, sadly, just because, of course, uh, movies at the theater aren't possible uh, with baby Thor. It's one of the sacrifices, right? Um, and obviously when we talk about sacrifices, it's the very smallest sacrifice that, that, that I can really make uh, to try and be the best father that I can be. Um, but it is one of the sacrifices still to, to be made. And so I probably won't be able to see it then. I know that we're doing some family stuff for Easter that's coming up um, next week, but I don't think it would leave. And also again, I would feel bad leaving family to go be like, Oh, I got to go see this movie in a theater. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe something will happen. But I, I, my guess is the first time, at the very least, the first time I watched the movie for Godzilla vs. Kong, it's going to be on the small little 
screen on a TV or uh, a computer screen or a phone or something like that, depending on where I am when it, when it comes out. But I'm glad that you're hyped. I'm so glad that you're hyped. Orange Hat Reviews, anyone else that's hyped for it, I'm so glad that you're hyped for it. I, I just really can't get myself there. Now, the Hunk of Chunk of Monkey, on the other hand, has mentioned something at 6.56. He says, it has begun. Welcome to movie combat. And obviously, that's referencing Mortal Kombat. That movie I'm hyped for. That movie looks fantastic. Um, and, and I've said this before. The fact that the visual effects are not something that I'm being critical of based on the trailer is a huge sign. Because you always hear the excuse of, oh, well, if the, the effects aren't good in the trailer. It'll get fixed over time. But that is almost never true, right? The only example people can ever really give is Sonic. But that wasn't like the trailer showing one thing and then them fixing it a little bit later on to make it look better. That was them saying, we are canceling the release of this movie, delaying it by almost a year to actually revamp all of the effects for the character of Sonic to make it actually look good for the fans. So huge shout out to them for doing it. But I hope that everyone can see how that's a little bit different than when people say, oh, well, you know, the effects for uh, the Snyder Cuts. Oh, they don't look that great in the trailer, but don't worry, the full movie will look better. But in the end, the, the difference is marginal. Um, so the fact that Mortal Kombat's effects are already looking pretty spot on, pretty nice, um, is a good thing. It's a big thing for me. Anyway, uh, Michael Skewiff, thank you very much for the super chat donation for the super chat. I always forget whether it's pounds or euros, but thank you very much for that European money. Uh, and he says, random question. The Lost World, Jurassic Park versus Jurassic World. The Lost World is my favorite Jurassic movie. It was dark and Jeff Goldblum was great as the somewhat off of his nut scientist. Dude, that's an easy answer for me. It's The Lost World. I think The Lost World is an incredibly underrated movie. It's, it's not as good as the original, but I think it's a solid sequel. I think it is completely a solid sequel. It's a hell of a lot better than, than Jurassic Park 3, and I think it's better than both the Jurassic World movies. So, yes, I, I don't think that's a bad take from you at all. For the, same, for the very same reasons, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum makes that movie. It is just fun. It has a lot of the same just fun uh, dinosaur action like the first film had. It doesn't have the same magic per se, but it's still a lot. It's a really good time. So, no. <laughs> Easily, The Lost World always will be chosen in comparison to anything other than the first Jurassic Park. We got another Susa Super Chat from the UK coming in saying, uh, from John Platt. So John Platt, thank you very much for the Super Chat. Says here, hey Odin, just sending you a little donation to support your channel. Watching your stream on my phone. Have you seen uh, Papillon? Papillon? I don't ever know how to pronounce that. Papillon, Papillon with Steve McQueen, 1974 film. I have not seen it, but I'm pretty sure it's available on HBO Max. Because I, I have come across it as I've been going through films to like mark mentally what films I might want to watch in the future. I want to say that's there. Haven't seen a lot of Steve McQueen movies in general. Uh, we, we, we just watched a Steve McQueen movie last year. Actually, it was the first time that I had seen a Steve McQueen movie, to my knowledge. And um, it was, was The Great Escape. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely open to it, though. Uh, but 1970s, as I mentioned before, the 70s typically for me 
has a certain style in their movies that I'm not a huge fan of. But again, that's just me. By the way, I had noticed this earlier, but it has to be said. Captain J-Rod, the beer guru, thank you for the Ninja Gini donation. That's a thousand lemons over on DLive. So J- Captain J-Rod dropping that Ninja Gini early on. Thank you very much, good sir. And he says, have you had a chance to watch Ragnarok on Netflix yet? Okay, so you're the one who recommended it. I, I watched the trailer, Captain J-Rod, for it. And I just, I don't think I'm going to be able to watch it. And it's because if in the trailer I couldn't follow what was going on because there's some foreign language movies, shows, where the pace is good enough where I can read the subtitles and still enjoy the movie or enjoy the show. It was really hard. I have ADD, so it was really hard for me to focus in on those subtitles. And I, I don't know if there's a dub version, and I typically try to avoid those at all possible because obviously it just changes the whole dynamic. Um, but I don't think I'll be able to watch that show just because of that reason. But J Rod, Captain J Rod, thank you for that recommendation. I did check out the trailer for it, and I got kind of an, uh, this mindset of what the uh, what it would be like as far as the speed is concerned. And so I think I'm gonna have to skip out on it. But that's just that's just me. Uh, but thank you anyway. Thank you very much for that Ninja Gini. Daniel Thorne also in the chat. What's going on? We got Phone Nemo in the chat. We also got Steely Dan saying The Getaway rocks by Steve. Nice. Very, very cool. All right, back over to the regular YouTube chat. Let's catch up with those beginning comments. We got Lord Toth in the chat. Hail to you, Lord Toth. Fear of FEMA also in the chat. General Wingster. Hail to you, General Wingster. We got Alex McCarthy, or as I like to call him, J. Alex McCarthy Jr. What's going on? He says, howdy, old, and how's your day been, and how's Thor? Uh, day's been pretty, pretty good. It's been pretty relaxing. Uh, one of the things I tried to do more so at the beginning of Lent was to pray the Liturgy of the Hours, or as it used to be known, the Divine Office. So I actually have the old school... Uh, like pre-Vatican II divine office, the Roman breviary. So this is the uh, Baronius Press Latin English one. Uh, definitely not a cheap set, but it was well worth it just because of just how much rich tradition is is in this. And I can use apps from time to time, but with my ADD, I just get so distracted. And anytime notifications would pop up or anything like that, it would just take me out of it. So I was like, I, I need to have something physical. Like, you know, There's times where it's like, I need to have the actual physical book in front of me. Um, so today has actually been really good because I was able to pray louds, which is uh, morning prayer. I was able to pray none, which is like 3 p.m. prayer, so like late, like late afternoon prayer. And then I was also able to pray vespers around around 5 p.m. or so, which is evening prayer, as it's known today. And uh, I'm gonna try and pray uh, pray Compline, which is night prayer, uh, before going to bed. And it was it's been really nice. It's been very relaxing as such. Um, was able to actually watch a movie. I actually was able to watch one of the animated Batman films, Batman Hush. I'd never seen Batman Hush before. I know it's based off of, was it the comic or the graphic novel? I've never read that before either. If you have and you have seen the animated movie, let me know how it holds up. Uh, in general, I liked it. I'd probably give it a solid B. I, I generally enjoyed it, but it was definitely, I think, a bit on the... Uh, Bit on the long side for me personally. It's only an hour and 22 minutes, but I feel like it would have been better at like that hour mark. And then I've also been reading, and this is actually a book recommendation I was going to mention tonight for the tonight's stream. Uh, this is a book by Timothy S. Flanders. 
Uh, he has a YouTube channel called The Meaning of Catholic, which is a really great source if you're a traditional Catholic or if you're interested in Catholicism and you're interested in a more traditional Orthodox understanding without all the hippy-dippy Vatican II stuff. Uh, it's a really great channel for that. But he wrote a book called Introduction to the Holy Bible for Traditional Catholics, A Beginner's Guide to Reading Scriptures for Spiritual Profit. And it's just really, really good. It's filled with tons of references, tons of prayers. There's a whole plan for reading scripture in here too. And so um, I just got to part two of that today. And it had been months since I'd picked that up. And uh, definitely can recommend Timothy, Timothy S. Flanders, The uh, Meaning of Catholic. Um, just a really cool dude. He's been doing a lot of breakdowns of, of recent events. And he's got good stuff. He's got good stuff. But anyway, that's, my, that's how my day's been. And baby Thor, of course, is doing fantastic. Uh, Lord Toast says, it's good to be here. Happy Saturday. It's good to have you here, man. Welcome to the Open Forum. Uh, Golden Ration says, how well are you after yesterday's Friday night tights? Um, yeah, uh, I- I'm going to be honest. Uh, yesterday was very tough. It was a very tough stream to be in. And obviously, as you all know, I'm I'm a practicing devout Catholic. I'm also a Catholic teacher. And so there's there's times on the stream where obviously, you know, things are said and, and topics are covered. And normally it's like it's said and then we move on or it's covered and it's awkward for a bit and then we move on and then, you know, jokes are made on my behalf and it's like, okay, it's I'm fine. Last night I just felt a little bit like it just never ended. It just never stopped. So I was actually very uncomfortable the entire time. But I'm not going to call anyone out or or demonize anybody for it because, again, it's 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 Friday Night Tights. It's, it's a Friday Night Tights show. It's not my show. And I always feel like I'm, I'm too quiet on there anyway. Um, but it was definitely something where I was, I was actually very uncomfortable. And I think if you look at the stream, you can see I, w- I was visibly uncomfortable. And um, when I left randomly also, it was, it was more so because what I always do is I always tell Gary in our private chat, hey, I got to go or hey, 10 minutes left. And Tom gets in the chat and like Tom starts typing up a storm because he knows everything. Tom, if you're still in the chat, you know everything about everything. And I always feel bad because Tom's like ready to go. He's typing things out. I'm like, let's just get Tom in so we can actually, you know, add to the discussion here. But Gary never reads that private chat or doesn't read it often enough. And so I've done it in the past before where I'm just like, I'm just going to leave because I don't want to disrupt the discussion or anything. And I actually stayed after a little bit too. And they didn't even realize I was gone. Like five minutes or so passed by. They didn't even realize that I was gone. Um, and <laughs> so, uh, but I, I will say that there was a topic they were talking about where it was definitely a part of my motivation. The main reason was because I had to go. But part of it, like for me to choose a specific moment to leave was because I was like, all right, I'm just... This discussion is is not anything that I have anything to add to that wouldn't cause unnecessary fighting. And, and again, it was just, yeah. But uh, Golden Ration, thank you for your love and support. And to anyone here who, who watches Friday Night Tights, thank you again for anyone that was showing love and support and prayers last night. I, I was definitely, I, I mentioned this in the chat, I, I prayed the Chapel of Divine Mercy uh, during the stream itself. Um, and then I, I said some prayers after as well. Um, because obviously all of us, all of us need prayers. All of us need prayers. All right. Uh, let's see. Your Muslim uncle says at the light before I get on the freeway. Yeah. I was laughing it out and shaking his head and then he just disappeared. I was just listening on the Sunday morning cartoons, greatest hits that Gary and okay. I did what? I don't know what that was. Uh, was that a continuing conversation with someone else? I don't know. If I don't see a tag, I assume it's for me. If it's from a member. 
Uh, Super Anime Gamer at 658 says, hey what is up, my dude? What's going on, Super? By the way, if you are new to the channel, I do fall about 15, 20 minutes behind because I do le- I read the chat. Uh, you do not have to super chat, but if you want to, that's great. It's awesome. It supports the channel. Uh, it's even better if you donate via Streamlabs. Uh, do there's a Streamlabs link in the description. Uh, Heimdall posts that link. The Valks post that link as well, and that's a way of getting around YouTube. YouTube does not get any of that money uh, if you donate via super chat. YouTube gets thirty percent of that. So if you want to support the channel even more, so try checking out that link. It'd be great. But you don't have to. But because I do read the regular chat as well for people who tag me or are members, again, you don't have to be a member to have your chat read. It means I fall behind. So it's okay. It's all good. But some people just like, why isn't he reading my thing? Why was Because I'm 20 minutes behind. You got to wait. You got to wait. We do got 72 people watching, though. Please smash that like button. It really does mean a lot. Thank you again. 72 people. Glad to have everyone here. Thirsty the Warrior says, nice to have a stream guaranteed to be non-profane, unlike others. Thank you, Thirsty the Warrior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't we don't curse. We don't talk about inappropriate things here. Um, and uh yeah, it is open forum. And as I said, open forum though, within the context of us keeping things uh PG and appropriate. Because uh, we try to keep this a family show. Uh, Andrew Hoyle, who's a member, says, I hope Jeremy isn't producing this stream. That could be very problematic. <laughs> it would be a very different show, probably, <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> uh, whoever's doing that, by the way, on IMDb, I think I think it's just, there's just so much fun to that. It's just, and I think there's people behind the scenes trying to, like, go in and, like, do even more so. Um, but it's, it's, it's pretty great. All right, let's see here what we got. Withering Liberal in the chat as well. What's going on? Glad to have you here. Um, All right, chat has jumped on me like it always does. Uh, So, again, thank you all very much for being here tonight. It is 7.08 in the chat, so it looks like there may have been a couple chats skipped. uh, But we do have a $5 super chat coming in from Evan S., Thank you very much. He says, I felt sorry for you last night. Maybe you should keep some holy water next to you during the stream. Also, I hope that you enjoy the chocolate next week. By the way, Evan S., thank you. I was glad that you were here because I got your package. And so I'm going to open up that package because I will probably not have a Saturday stream next week because it's Holy Saturday. And I typically go to the Easter Vigil Mass. And that's typically around this time. So uh, we're probably not going to have then. There's a good chance I won't be on Friday Night Tights either because... I'll be traveling with the baby with fa- like two family in Florida. So, yeah, uh, there's going to be a lot of complications there. So I probably won't be on Friday Night Tights next week, and I probably won't have a Saturday Night Stream either for that very reason. Um, but because of that, I'm going to open up the gift that you sent me, but I'll hold on to the chocolate until next week then. I, didn't give up, I did not give up chocolate for Lent, so I can technically have it earlier, but I'll hold on to it. But anyway, Evan S. sent me uh, a few items. So first he sent me a chocolate bunny. Put the bunny down, uh, and it looks delightful. I'm, I'm I'm so happy. It's semi-sweet chocolate. I like semi-sweet and milk chocolate. Dark chocolate is from the devil. Um, <laughs> that's why it's called dark. Um, but this looks delicious. So thank you very much, Evan S, for that. He then has a letter, uh, which was also really cool, by the way. Uh, one, it was Odin of Asgard, so he he signed it to Odin of Asgard. But then he has like a wax seal 
which there's like a couple people who have sent me these with wax seals and I'm always just so it's just so cool whenever that happens so thank you but what's awesome about this is that there's a miraculous metal if you're Catholic you know exactly what that is uh, essentially it's a it's a medal dedicated to Our Lady um, and it comes from an apparition of Our Lady and I, it's actually something that I've been trying to do more research on so I'm not an expert on the miraculous medal but I noticed it right away so again it was really awesome to see the miraculous medal uh, there uh, for that. And then it's just a little Happy Easter card. And then he says, Hey, Odin, Happy Easter. Hope that your Lent was fulfilling as our Lord has been resurrected. Wish you and the family the best. Hope that movies I sent you don't already have. Thank you for having your naked pizza on Friday Night Tights. Peace, Evan S. Be a knight, become a saint. Amen, brother. So thank you very much, my brother in Christ. Appreciate you uh, with those very kind words. And I'm glad that you appreciated the naked pizza. Um as I know some people appreciate the reference there. Uh, so he did also send me this beautiful gift. Look at this thing. It's wrapped in everything. It's like I feel bad un- undoing it. But as I said, um, I won't be available next week. So let's go ahead and open up the gift from Evan S. See what movies he's got for me. And as we always do, if there's ever copies of movies that I already have, great thing that we can do with that is that we can give those away and I always love giving stuff away on this channel. It's one of the things that I enjoy most. Okay, yeah. So, actually, I don't think I have... All right, cool. So, he has sent me Quo Vadis. Never actually even heard of this before. It stars Robert Taylor, Deborah Kerr, Leo, uh, Leo Gen, or Leo Jen, and Peter Ustinov. And it says here, Rome burns, Nero fiddles, Christianity rises. And moviegoers turned out in throngs for this year's in-the-making film, Colossus, boasting eight Oscar nominations, including Best Picture. Whoa! Featuring 110 speaking parts, 30,000 participate. What? Wow, that's amazing. That's, that's insane. That's crazy. Uh, Caesar, a madman, murderer, imperial ruler of spectacular and spectacularly doomed glory that was Rome. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So, Quo Vadis. actually don't have that. So, looks like, again, Christian-based film. Appreciate, again, old-school Hollywood, where making this kind of film was just a thing you did. And nowadays, it's, unless you have Pure Flix, you don't get much of anything. And unfortunately, Pure Flix doesn't make uh, the best movies. All right, the next one is a film called The Egyptian, I don't know much about this movie. It says, An exhaustively researched, lavishly produced epic of the ancient world, the Egyptian, weaves the alluring tale of a foundling who rises to become court physician to Pharaoh Akhenaten, um, friend of the ambitious military man Horemheb, and ensnared by the charms of three women. Interesting. Uh, oh, yeah, I'd never heard of this before. So, the Egyptian. Thank you very much for that. Appreciate it. A historical film there. I bet Tina's knowing all about these movies that I'm mentioning. And then this is a movie that I, I believe I do have, but it's in like a double set. Um, and so it's it's always good to have extra copies of this anyway, but I'll have to see if I still do have that double set or if that was a, a DVD. I think it's the double set. It's like a Ben-Hur Ten Commandments double set, but he also sent me the Ten Commandments, which of course I know um, other people on the channel like a lot more than I do. I appreciate this movie for what it is. I think there's a lot of excellent things with this, especially from a, a, a biblical perspective. But it is a film that is a little on the long side for me. Um, but obviously, if I do still have, again, I forget if I have the double feature set uh, with Ben-Hur. But if I don't, 
great film. And I think a lot of people would be happy with this film if they've never seen it before. So Evan S dude, thank you so very much, man. Three awesome films. And yeah, only one film that, that I believe I already have on Blu-ray, the other two not. And so I'm actually very excited. Quo Fadis especially sounds, sounds really interesting. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And of course for the chocolate, because mm, I love chocolate. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Makes me feel better already. <laughs> All right, back to the regular chat. Let's see what we got. Uh, Andrew Hoylet 708 says, well, the goodie box I've sent you is to be shared with the good Lady Freya. Hopefully I'll get there. It'll get there just in time for the end of Lent. Well, Andrew Hoyle, thank you very much for sending something so far away. I appreciate it, man. And hopefully Customs doesn't steal the chocolate. I bet they've done it before. Let's hope they don't do it again. Uh, thank you, man. I, I appreciate that. And I promise to share it with Freya. Uh, Pat S. says, Sugar, honey, honey, you are my candy girl. Uh, Waiting for Nerdrata Laura says, Did you see the Suicide Squad trailer? What are your thoughts? Yes. Uh, I was asked about this on Friday Night Tights last night. And um, when it was not a uh, crazy section of the show. And I was just underwhelmed. I didn't find it funny. I didn't find it entertaining. And so I have some concerns. Now, obviously, trailers don't mean a whole lot. There have been great movies with terrible trailers. There have been terrible movies with good trailers. So, um, but first impressions doesn't look all that good. But we'll see. Obviously, we we got all we got a ways to go here. Uh, Mister Gina Formosa, what's going on? Welcome to the chat. We got CWD Trixie, Robert Frey in the chat as well. Hail to you, Soul Assassin here as well. As Tom says, he liked Kong Skull Island. Well, you're, you're, you're in the same boat, it seems, as Alex McCarthy is. You like bad movies. It's okay. I forgive you. But only this time. Uh, Pat S. says, hey to all. What's going on? What is going on? What's going on? Um, Meat says, King of the Monsters was not a box office failure. Yes, it was. Look at those numbers. It was, what, $150 to $200 million budget and only made $300 million total. And again, it doesn't get 100% of that. So, uh, yeah, it, it was it was definitely a, a box office failure for that reason. It may have done well in video. So again, it may have made its money back on video, but it, it was not a it was not a box office success. Uh, if you actually break down those numbers, I want to say actually, I, I, there's probably a video on my channel from when that movie came out breaking down the numbers on that. Haven't done that in a long time though. Uh, Tina says, I'll be getting, I'll be letting Big G and Kong know how you feel about them. Don't be surprised when they show up at your door and want to ask you a question. Well, it is an open forum after all, so. Uh, Andrew Hoyle says, there's only one Godzilla for me, and he's the one with a zip up his back. <laughs> That's some old school kaiju right there, man. Keely Chow, what's going on? Rusty Shackelford, what's going on? Thursday's Warrior says it becomes increasingly counterproductive to be excited by upcoming movies in this current era. I agree. I agree. There are not a whole lot of movies to look forward to. There are some. There are definitely some gems out there, um, but it is few and far between. Uh, let me check out my D-Live fan. We got Daniel Thorne saying Batman Hush was good up until they changed who the villain was supposed to be. Things went downhill from there. Oh, so Hush in the movie is not the same character as he is in the comics? That's not cool. 
I don't like when they do that. Even though I've never read the comic, I don't like when they do that. That's ridiculous. Marvy Dog, what's going on? Matthew Highland says, Hail, sorry about missing Tuesday's stream, but that Snyder Cut was everything I wanted it to be and more. We must have the Snyderverse restored. Hey, Matthew Highland, I'm glad that you liked it, man. Still, it's a C plus to an outsider who has not who does not have the rose-tinted Snyder glasses on. It was a C plus movie. Again, it, it was a competent movie, but it's sad that Snyder needs four hours to tell a competent story in this universe. Like, that's, that's not a good thing. That's not a good trait to have. There are brilliant directors who can tell brilliant stories in an hour and a half, two hours, two and a half hours. He couldn't tell a competent story unless he had four hours. And even then, it still had problems. So, it, I, again, I'm glad that you're happy, man. I'm glad it was everything you wanted. But, yep, uh, I'm just, if there's one thing I agree with, and, again, I'm I'm not happy with the... Warner Brothers people either because they're ignoring that there is a, a core group of fans, right? There's a core group of fans that want this Snyderverse to be restored. And by ignoring that, they're ignoring tons of money. And, and I made reference to this on a previous stream, I think. Um, basically, here's, here's a concept. What if they introduced the multiverse in Flashpoint? And then they said, okay, now that we have a multiverse... Snyder, use your money, use your production company, and go ahead and make whatever movies you want. And it'll be its separate universe. It will not be the primary DCE universe, but we will let you keep the Snyderverse on your own. And then we, Warner Brothers, will make the primary, the main attraction movies. At least then, you would have the multiverse established in movies, and then you would also be able to keep the Snyder fans happy and this is something that we learned from Star Wars, right? That it's the hardcore fans that make up for. It. And there's also, I know there's like a financial term for this, but it's the smallest, it's the hardcore fans who are typically a small number, like 10% or so. But that 10% makes up for like 80% of spending when it comes to like uh, movie ticket sales and when it comes more so to collectible items and action figures and memorabilia and things like that. And that's what we saw happen with Star Wars, right? Remember, the hardcore fans, the ones who actually spent money, got screwed over. And so even though they widened their audience, what happened to their toys? What happened to the action figures? What happened to anything else? It all got destroyed because they pissed off their core demographic, their core group of fans, and therefore they lost money on it. So again, one way that they could curtail that loss, because yeah, they might be able to get people to go see their upcoming Flashpoint movie and everything like that outside and going away from the Snyderverse stuff, but they'll not have the hardcore Snyder fans, most likely. I would I would imagine there would be a lot of them that would stay behind and say, nope, not going anywhere until you give us the Snyderverse. One way, again, that they could handle it would be to actually establish a multiverse, and they could do that with Flashpoint, and then let Snyder just do his own thing and say, it's a separate universe. Again, why not? You'd make more money that way. Seems like an easy financial decision, at least, at least from my perspective. Uh, Captain Spire, thank you very much for the $5 super chat. He says, here's some money for those discounted extra-large pizzas at QT's. 
I have habit of getting the three meat pizza after fellowship on Sunday. God bless. Well, thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. He then also says, but DC has no other content to get material from. It's like that. But to me, again, I'm not an expert on DC content, but here's the thing. To me, that's the same as saying the... Uh, the the Kathleen Kennedy. There was no Thorth material to use. We had nothing. We had nothing to go off of. It's like, what do you mean? There's like years and decades and decades of material and characters and arcs that you can use. I don't know if that was meant to be a joke or not, Captain Spire. But if it was, it's exactly the same. Uh, it's exactly the same as what Kathleen Kennedy said about Star Wars. If, if that's what they are trying to say. Uh, these movies. Forever sci-fi now. These movies need the big screen. It's why I haven't watched Pacific Rim since the theater. Godzilla needs IMAX. That's just the thing, though. A movie shouldn't need IMAX. A movie should be exponentially uh, supported by IMAX. A movie should be exponentially uh, improved by IMAX. But if a movie can't work... Unless it's on an IMAX screen, then it's not a good movie. It's lacking something, right? A good movie can be good no matter where you watch it. Because a good movie has a lot of things, right? A good movie is not just visual effects. A good movie is also story. So to me, if a movie doesn't work on a smaller screen, it means the story's not good. And if the story's not good, then guess what? It's not a good movie. Just from that objective standpoint. You need to kind of have a good story in order for a movie to be objectively good. Now again, does IMAX improve? Does IMAX make the experience better? Absolutely. Does it improve the subjective experience? No doubt. But to say that it needs it, I take I take issue. I have some issues. Uh, Keely Chow, we also got Blake St. Clair in the chat as well. How is it going? Uh, the K-Man says, Godzilla is going to pull a Denzel Washington. King Kong ain't got on me. We'll see. I think a lot of people are definitely taking uh, Team Godzilla, at least on the last poll that we did on that question. Forever, sci- sci- forever Sci-Fi then says, Mortal Kombat looks good, but excluding Johnny Cage is wrong. Yeah, and I, I haven't done full research on the whole Johnny Cage thing. Part of me is wondering, it's like, maybe he'll, he'll be a part of it and then they're just not saying anything, or, again, I, I can't, since I have not done my own research, I want to say I've heard people say they purposely left him out for certain reasons, but I, I don't know that for sure or not. Let's see, Snortapupus says, blank, e- th- this symbol means pounds, this means euros, dollars equals nothing. Ah, Snortapupus, are you another, one of those UK brethren out there? Because I know the euro looks more like an E, but the pound also looks like an E. Like, from from where my eyes are, there's a difference, but it's so subtle, it, it's, it's hard to really tell. <laughs> Let's see. Laura says, best lines in Jurassic Park was by Goldblum. Uh, life finds a way. Yes, I agree. Goldblum had the best lines, which is why the second one, I think, is, is pretty solid for what it is. Uh, Andrew Hoyle says, Netflix Ragnarok also has an English dubbing option. Okay, good. Awesome. But again, I hate doing that. And I know there's some people that find that to be blasphemous when you have to put on dubbing. Air Duet says, Ragnarok is great. Hard to follow at first, then you pick it up really quick. All right, good to hear. Michael Skewiff says, Jurassic Park 3 was okay. 
but it was lacking Steven Spielberg and seemed like it was just, it was almost a rehash of The Lost World with Sam Neill replacing Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, in certain ways it was. I just, I, I did not. Jurassic Park 3, was it garbage? No. But was it good? No. Like, you see what I mean? Like, it's 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 one of those things where it's a C-level movie, you know? Whereas the first one's that A-level movie. I think Jurassic World 2, I mean, not Jurassic World. I think that The Lost World is probably like an A-minus, B-plus, A-minus movie. Uh, 3 is like a C-level movie. Um, so it's it's very much further down than the, than the other ones had been. Uh, let's see. Pat S. says, What? A 70s movie Odin hasn't seen? Inconceivable. Yeah, seriously. 70s and 80s. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, Soul Assassin says, I failed Lent. Soul Assassin, here's the greatest thing about Lent. And I tell this to my students. It's never too late. It's not a game. It's, it's not something that you pass or fail. It's a journey. You know what the great part about a journey is? You can pick yourself up where you left off anytime. Because uh, the main point of Lent is to try and gain a, a spiritual grace, a spiritual gift that you can then take with you past Lent into the Easter season and beyond. You know, anyone that, that anyone that approaches Lent from a, oh, I'm going to give this certain item up for these 40 days and six Sundays, but then after that, I'm going right back to it. Again, it's not necessarily a bad thing, uh, especially if it's things like chocolate or soft drinks or things like that. But also, we might want to add an extra bit to that, right? To add maybe, hey, let me add five minutes of prayer a day to my life. Because then it's like, when Lent stops, it's, hey... I've I've become used to praying five minutes. Let's let's keep going. Let let let's keep that journey going forward, right? And so there's no failing Lent. The only time that you fail Lent is when you say I failed and I can't move forward, and I won't move forward. The only failure that happens is when we. It's like going back to Batman a little bit, right? Master Wayne, what do we do when we fall? We get back up again, or so again. I, I butchered that quote, but. Um, the size of a tangerine. That's all I can think of when I think of it. Anyway, you know the quote, right? Uh, the only time that we fail is when we fall and we don't pick ourselves back up again, right? Let's see. Dadman Walk says, Hail, I just woke up from a nap. Hopefully I haven't missed anything. Well, you definitely missed stuff. <laughs> Rhaegar Targaryen, what's going on, man? Uh, Storm to Poop is Cuber says, What? No prime? What do you mean, No prime? What do you mean? No prime. Patas says, I love all Batman movies. That was a great one, 100%. Well, it sounds like some people said it changed the story. I don't like when it does that. Uh, Super says, you must watch Under the Red Hood. Oh, is that a good animated movie? I know that it's available on HBO Max. Laura says, sorry if this is redundant. Ah, yes, I already, I already read that one, uh, Laura. How dare you? Laura, you know better. Laura, you know better. Don't you be repeating questions in here. Uh, Alice McCarthy says, I give Batman Hush a C plus. Kind of deviated from the comics. Here's the thing. As someone that didn't read the comics, until I found out that it did, I, I, I gave it that B level. The fact that you would give it a C plus, though, when you have higher rankings for other movies, <laughs> much love to you, brother. 
Uh, your Muslim uncle coming in and say, praying almost five times a day like we Muslims. Very nice. Uh, your Muslim uncle, there's a reason why Islam is on the rise. And it's because people like structure. People enjoy structure. Um, not everyone, right? But in general, people like structure. And so people are drawn to Islam more so than modern-day Catholicism and Christianity because where Christianity, the last real remaining sect of Christianity that was remaining very rigorous was Catholicism up until the 1970s and Vatican II. And then once that happened, all of a sudden things became so much more lax. And I want to say that's probably, there's a reason why when you compare numbers from the 1970s until now, as far as like baptisms and confirmations and, and going to mass on Sundays and everything, there's a big reason why you've seen a major drop. And it's not just because of the spirit of Vatican II, but it's a pretty big part of it, right? When you rip up the liturgy and you turn it into something that's meant to be all about your, oh my, you were all holding hands together, right? That's not what people want. People want to experience the glory of God. And writing and singing a bunch of hippie songs <laughs> doesn't really bring about that for the most part. Um, so I think that's a big reason why Islam is growing as much as it is, because it is very rigorous. And that's why I, I fall more towards traditional, what we call now trad cat. Uh, just because it is so much more um, rigorous. But even that, I obviously have a lot to work on myself. All of us do. All of us do. Uh, Eric Duet says, Have you ever seen reviewed The Black Hole, 1979 Disney sci-fi film? I saw they just dropped it on Disney+. Plus. You might enjoy it. No, I have not. Tell me more. Why is it good? Tell me more. Tell me more. The Hunk of Chunky Funky Monkey says, Yeah, I couldn't listen to FNT. The mocking and insults of the rewriting Ripley crew disgusted me. Um, I must have missed that. Uh, cause I, yeah, I, I, I don't, what was the rewriting Ripley crew? That I, I, I was either praying at that point or I wasn't in the show at that point. Um, but yeah. Uh, let's see. Pat says, Odin be in the stream, not on, not, Odin be in the stream, not of the stream. Those two guests were gross. I can take gross. It's unfunny. It can't look pa I can take gross. It's unfunny. It can't look past. All right. That last part uh, didn't make a lot of sense to me. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I saw that there were people in the chat that were definitely not feeling it. And it's a minority, though. The majority of the people that watched the stream were enjoying it. We're enjoying the discussion. And, and so at the end of the day, right, that that is where the focus needs to be. And again, it's not it's not my place. I cannot play gatekeeper. I can I've tried it before and it's not a good place to be in that instance. Um, but I do feel for the minority of people because it was a minority of people that were not feeling it. I, I'm there with you. I was I was feeling exactly what what y'all were feeling, too. Uh, let's see. Snort of Poopa says, I get buried in the scroll on FNT and lose track of what people are talking about or what the panel is saying. Uh, try staying in that chat, man. It's because uh, I, I try and be in the sh The reason why I'm as quiet as I am most of the time is because I'm reading the chat. Because I'm trying to keep track of if there's any issues, if there's any trolls. And I like to in engage and interact with people. 
Um, and so, yeah. Uh, Dadman Wong 55 says, that was a hard FNT considering some of the guests. Yeah, I know it was for a lot of people. Um, again, a lot of people like that kind of comedy. A lot of people uh, like that that type of show, right? That they're very much entertained by that stuff. And hey, more more power to them to, to, for that to, to entertain them. But again, there's definitely a group of people out there. And I know there's a few people here who watch both me and FNT who are kind of in the same boat I was, right? Where it was it was uncomfortable at times, and it was it was hard to get through. And um, yeah, and and I was actually really excited because I've seen I've seen a lot of these people talk about other things, and they're experts in in certain fields. And I was hoping that we would be focusing more on that, but unfortunately, we got too caught up in like the the other things going on. Uh, Eric Jouette says FNT did get a bit too much last night. I could definitely see Odin was uncomfortable and couldn't, and I and I couldn't finish it. They've been going a little too raunchy lately. See, I wouldn't even say it's lately. It really just depends. It usually depends on the guest and just the mood, right? Because it was uh, two weeks ago we had Young Ripa on. That was a great show because that was fun. It was entertaining, and the worst thing about it was the language. And again, I know that there's a lot of people out there that have issues with a lot of language, but. It, it was language used as, as one of my students once said, as a sentence enhancer, um, more so than anything else. So it, there's a big difference there, right? I think there's a big difference between that uh, the two kinds of shows that we see there. Uh, let's see. Pat S. says, I hate to see you go, but Tom coming on helps uh, the blow of you going. He's great on Doomcock too. No, Tom's awesome. I love Tom. Tom, again is a walking encyclopedia of information. That's why I always like to be like, come on, let's let's just get him on because he's he's putting out all this really great information and he should be saying it live on air instead. Anyway. Alrighty here, let us see. Uh, the YouTube chat has jumped on me like it always does. It's 7.29 p.m. in the chat. It's 7.52 in real life, so some comments may have been skipped. Uh, but let's say hello to some people over on DLive. Um, I thought I saw some stuff going through DLive, but for some reason, nothing's popping up. I saw the notifications. There it is. I had to refresh it. There it is. I was wondering why the chat wasn't uh, wasn't updating. All right, let's see what we got. Daniel Thorne says, Odin is back. Yeah. Uh, Captain J. Run. <laughs> is crying hey a couple people said that it's hard to get through at first but you can get you can uh it gets you get used to it so maybe i'll i'll give it a shot in the end maybe i'll have to watch it with the dub version which i would rather not but um let's see all right got that one phonema says my wife got me 4k batman v superman that was just released as an early easter gift okay um, not a big fan of it myself. I watched the extended edition recently and uh, doesn't fix it, but I'm glad that you're happy. Glad that you're happy. Uh, Danny Thorne says, which would be worse? The Snyderverse or DC multiverse with a black Superman, Latino, Blue Beetle, and other diversity driven superheroes? Well, obviously Snyderverse. You, you give me no choice there. <laughs> I'm not happy with that decision, but <laughs> it's the only one there. Captain Dean High says, Sorry, I'm late, lost track of time. Nice to see you got DLive working again. I am too. Glad to have my DLive fam back tonight. Daniel Thorne then says, I don't see how the Mortal Kombat director is showing appreciation to the series 
by excluding Johnny Cage and Melina's purple outfit. In interviews, it seems like he is more focused on showcasing martial arts than the Mortal Kombat series itself. Yeah, I mean, I guess every director is going to have a different vision. So if his reasoning for leaving out Johnny Cage and certain parts of the characters out is to focus on other things like the fighting, I'm actually okay with that. Because I I I want, in a Mortal Kombat movie, what I want is I want real, actual stunt fighters. I don't want CGI. I don't want green screen. I don't want fake, nonsensical fighting crap. I want real fighting, great effects, no cutaways, just, just raw action. So if he's going to give us that, if he's going to give us that, I think we'll be able to forgive some characters and some aspects of characters missing, personally. Uh, Camden Heights, thank you for the five ice cream donations. I appreciate it. All right, back over to the YouTube fam. DadmanWalk55 says, recurring, not reciting. Uh, I lost context there, probably from a skipped uh, chat. Uh, Orange Hat Reviews, I've not seen... Dude, Orange Hat, I think you've asked this like three times already. I have not seen Underwater yet. I know that you liked it. I know that you thought it was fine. Um, But I have not seen it myself. How dare you ask me again? You're lucky you're... You're lucky you're an orange. You're lucky that you're an orange-hatted man. Or I would never forgive you. All right. Uh, Pat S. says, Florida in St... I will say St. Augustine has the Cathedral Basilica of St. Augustine, the oldest Catholic church in the 50 states. Nice. Very cool. Um, I'll be in the Pensacola area, and there is luckily one church in that diocese that has the Latin Mass. Unfortunately for the uh, for the Easter Triduum, I, think it, I don't think they had the Latin Mass as an option, sadly. All right, your Muslim uncle tag says, and Gary suggested a 90s CD Saturday morning cartoons greatest hits and it's awesome nostalgia. Cool. Nice. Um, Rhaegar Targaryen, what is going on? Kara uh, Tharp says, going to be watching the Easter Beagle and Easter Parade on Good Friday. Interesting. Never heard of the Easter Beagle. Um, I think I've heard of Easter Parade before. Maybe. Uh, Snorta Poopus says, Q Vadis gets lost in the hype for later movies like Ben-Hur and Spartacus. It has another great Miklos Rosa, uh, Rosa score. Nice. Very cool. Pat S. says, The Ten Commandments was always Easter Sunday night viewing on ABC. I would take all the black jelly beans out of my and my siblings' baskets and zip lock bag them for my pops. Nice. That's I always love to hear the different traditions that people have for the different holy days. Alice McCarthy says, I liked Scott, I liked Kong Skull Island. Okay, so here's all I need to know. Alright, so Tom, I love you. But the fact that Alice McCarthy, who we've all admitted and can all see, has the worst taste in movies on this channel, liked Kong Skull Island. I think that says everything that needs to be said on that matter. <laughs> uh, Forever Sci-Fi says I have no issue with crudeness if it's funny but there was too much last night I got bored with it after a while yeah Forever Sci-Fi I don't mind the crude jokes either right I, I like Dave Chappelle um, but yeah it, it's got to be funny and it's got to serve a purpose and I felt like a lot of the stuff being said was just to say it and that makes uh, yeah yeah I again 
I, I was definitely feeling what what the minority of people were feeling uh, for that last night. Uh, Brightburn 1985 says, I saw Zack Snyder's Justice League. It needed to be two and a half hours, not four. I agree, dude. But here's the thing. I don't mind long movies, though. I don't mind that it was four hours. My issue was that he couldn't make a competent movie in two and a half hours. He could not tell the Justice League story in two and a half hours and it be competent. And that, to me, says more about Zack Snyder as a filmmaker than it does about any studio. So, again, I think that Snyder should get out of being a director or a writer, get as a producer, sit back, have creative control of, like, the general vision and world, let other people with more talent take care of the rest. That's where I stand on that. Quiet Place 2, I saw someone mention that. Definitely one to look forward to, that's for sure. Uh, Eric Jouet, thank you for the $5 super chat. He says, The Black Hole is Disney's first attempt at Star Wars. Think 2001 meets Star Wars meets uh, BSG with killer robots and goofy R2-D2 knockoffs. So, does that mean that it's good? <laughs> Let me know in the regular chat. As Eric Jouet says, I haven't seen the Ten Commandments in decades. Yeah, it's been a few years. Actually, uh... Greta Zenner, who is a mod on this channel, a uh, great channel, by the way, check her out if you haven't already, does a lot of really great research for her videos. The last time and first time I saw it was with her, so that was when I was still in New Orleans, and it was before I got married, and so that would have been, <laughs> it's probably been a decade, it's probably been close to a decade since I've seen that movie. So... It's probably due for a rewatch. Pat S says, The new Godzilla is thick. Most inappropriate comment of this night's stream. Pretty much. <laughs> and if that's the worst, if that's the worst comment that we have, man, oh man, we're doing something right. Alice McCarthy says, Four hours wasn't enough. Give me more. You're sick, Alex. You're sick. You're sick. Andrew Hoa says, Agreed, there's no films I'm looking forward to. That said, I got excited to hear there'll be a Ghost of Tsushima movie coming out. Yeah, I did a video on that today. Man, oh man. I am pumped for that. If there's anything for me to be excited for, it is that. There are movies, though, this year that I am looking forward to. Um, so, for instance, Minari, which I know is currently out. Can't wait to see that. Mortal Kombat, I'm looking forward to. A Quiet Place Part 2 looks fantastic. Um, some of these films may have been moved. I haven't been up to date on release dates. Top Gun Maverick, Top Gun 2. I am so hyped for that movie. Uh, Death on the Nile. I'm actually very excited to see what they're able to do with that film. Dune, uh, also looks pretty great. Mission Impossible 7 as well. And then there's a few others that have some potential, but those are like my big ones. And again, some of them may have already been moved. Um, but (laughs) based on last time I updated that section of the website... Um, it was still as it was. But yeah, future stuff to look forward to. Yeah, that Ghost of Tsushima movie, because it's got the John Wick crew behind it, I think it's going to be good. Snorta Poopus says, I hear the Jackson cut of Lord of the Rings will be eight and a half days long. <laughs> uh, let us see. Decepticons forever. Um, just remember, you got to use Odin question, but I did see the, the uh, something about being unsubbed. He says, I subbed to you in 2019 and only recently realized I had been unsubbed. 
I just thought you weren't uploading vids because cinemas have been closed. Stupid YouTube. Nah, dude, I, I've been uploading videos uh, and a lot of reviews for stuff, man. So I'm sorry you got unsubbed. YouTube sucks. YouTube sucks. So that's why I've been recommending people check me out. Follow me on Minds.com, which is not only a video hosting platform, but also a social media network. So Minds.com, it's where I'm doing most of my uh, commentary nowadays. And then Odyssey. Odyssey is a crypto-based platform, and it's uh, it's been pretty good so far. I know Air D July Young Ripa has been uh, shouting it out a lot, and I shout it out as well. It's got a lot of potential. They'll be doing live streaming soon. Can't wait for that. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be a game changer. And if they're able to integrate cryptocurrency into that, and I think they're also planning to get ads running over there too, um, it could be a real competitor to YouTube. Um, uh, so cannot wait for that. But yeah, sorry that you got unsub, man. And uh, But if you want to make sure that it doesn't happen, follow me on those alt platforms and you'll always get my videos. Matthew Highland says, I give it a B too long, but the second half of the movie is epic, I think. Yeah, again, if this is going back to, I think you were the one that said that you liked the uh, the Snyder Cut. Um, again, the length isn't the problem, because the, the I like long movies, if they're good. But this one was a long movie, and the story made sense, but it wasn't, yeah. Let's see, Blake St. Clair says, I'm not mad that you haven't seen The Frighteners, just disappointed. If you like Peter Jackson and Michael J. Fox, you can't go wrong with it. Yeah, I've never seen The Frighteners. How'd you know that? When did that get brought up? Eric Duet says, I'll admit I'm hopeful for the Morbius movie. He is one of my favorite dark characters. Uh, the first trailer that I saw for that, I was actually pretty... In- I, I do have that listed on my website as a movie I'm looking forward to. It, it's not one of the highest on the list, though. It's one where I'm like, hey, this could be good. Uh, Rusty Shackelford says, just curious if you heard about the Peacock editing out all of the WWE Archives content considered problematic on their streaming service. I haven't, because uh, Peacock sounds like just a complete joke of a streaming service, and uh, if you want the full stuff, I don't know why, for me, I don't know why you would be watching their stuff on Peacock anyway. I feel like you would, why not just get the WWE Network? I mean, I gave that I, I gave that up a while ago. Um, because I just wasn't watching it anymore. I haven't watched wrestling in a long time. And I'll say this much. AEW was getting really good, so I'm sad that I missed out on that. But I also, at the same time, don't feel like anything is missing in my life. So I'm in a good place for that. But obviously, a special place in my heart for wrestling still. And I could definitely get back into it at some point in the future. No, 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 no doubt about that. Um, the Hunger Chunk of Funga Munga says, where is Voltan? All right, so Voltan could not fit on to this, uh, but don't worry. Uh, he's still here. Voltan's right here. Dive! Gordon's alive! <laughs> Brian Blessed. Yeah, he's my friend. He hangs out with me. He just can't fit onto this new mic and mic stand, so sadly, he he can't. Your Muslim uncle says, broke my lentil fast today after 40 days. First pizza in 40 days with pineapple. No. Your Muslim uncle. Everything was great up until you mentioning pineapple on your pizza. That's that's just <sighs> so upsetting. Matthew Highland says, what did you think of Cyborg Vision and the Nightmare Dream? Um, Cyborg, I thought was better developed as a character overall, but 
the nightmare dream is is that the reference to the end of the movie? I didn't like that. To be honest, I didn't like the end of the movie because there was like 20,000 different endings and none of it matters because they're not going forward with the Snyderverse. So all of it was just fan service and I get that means that people, if you like the Snyderverse and you like this and you have the rose tinted Snyderverse glasses on, you're going to be like, "Ooh, this is so good." But then for people like me, I'm like, "Oh, none of this matters." Okay. So this is just a waste of 20 to 30 minutes of my time. Okay. Got it. That was my thought. Uh, Bifford Hobbit says Texas reopened three weeks ago. Well, guess what? Their COVID cases dropped. Yeah. One thing people aren't talking about a whole lot with COVID. The cases were dropping before the vaccine rollout. There was a huge drop in almost all the states. And this was before the vaccine. Now that the vaccine's been distributed to so many people, now you're going to hear a lot of conversation about, well, the vaccine has caused all that. No, 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 no. The drops were already happening. Magically. It's six, it, was, it was like six weeks after January 20th. It was six weeks after Inauguration Day that people started to realize, ooh, cases are dropping. Hmm. I wonder why. What happened on January 20th? I don't call myself a conspiracy theorist, but there's just some things where you're like, come on, man. Come on, man. Damn Walking 55 says, quote, no source material will go down as one of the biggest lies, insults in movie franchise history. That quote is also why I won't buy and invest time in their new, quote, canon books. Talking there about Star Wars, agreed. Damon Walking then also says, yeah, Mortal Kombat without Johnny Cage is silly. For me, it's, eh, it is what it is. Evan S. says, uh, glad I sent the right kind of chocolate to you. The Egyptian is based on some true events where a pharaoh once tried to make the Egyptian religion to monotheism. It's based on a book. Interesting. Kind of like Ben-Hur. Okay. Well, that actually colored me more interested in that. Thank you, dude. Again, thank you for those movies. I appreciate it. Let's see. Soul Assassin says, They got rid of Johnny Case because he's a toxic white male. Can't have a, a Mortal Kombat film without all the OG characters. But Soul Assassin, do we have confirmation on that? That's the thing. Speculation on that point means nothing to me. Unless we have a director or a writer associated with the project saying, We don't want Johnny Cage because of XYZ. So, do we actually have confirmation on that or not? Because until we do... That's speculation, and I, I have no place for that. For that point, at least. The new number two, what's going on? Dean Heiss. Snora Poop, it says, Oh, no, I'm a 100% Hamerican, red, white, and blue polar bear. Mostly white, though. Interesting. <laughs> Forever Sci-Fi says, Jurassic Park 3 had me rooting for the dinosaurs from the moment those parents started yelling at the airfield. Yes, the parents... The kid in that movie, by the way, if anyone's ever seen the movie, was it Genius on Disney Channel? It's an old Disney Channel movie called Genius where they're trying to find, it's like they're trying to find Gravitons. Oh, that's a, that's a, that, that film takes me back. Uh, let's see. Wander This World 97 says, are you a fan of the older martial arts movies from Shaw Brothers or Golden Harvest? I've been doing martial arts march, catching up on Golden Harvest movies I have not seen before. I've never heard of those before, actually. Are there some big movie titles from those series that you can mention? Just tag me on the chat. 
Um, I see a bunch of people just saying, Alan, 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 Alan. Uh, Riper 1985 says, I watched the credits and listened to Alison Crow's Alleluia. I felt like I was at a funeral. I couldn't go to my dead sister's own funeral because of lack of home security. I'm very sorry to hear that. Um, it, talking, is that still Snyder Cut? Sometimes I still need contest. Golden Ration says, no, I want my ice cream. Just waiting for Lent to be over. Uh, Evan S says, I also used to, I also use the backside of my miraculous metal for the seal on your letter. Nice. That's awesome, dude. Hey, it looked like it was like, I thought it was actually just like, I thought that I thought it was the metal itself. Like I thought you had gotten a metal in there somehow, but that's just an imprint. It's very impressive. Are you sure? It looks like the metal to me. If not, that's impressive. Made me happy to see it. Thank you. Snorta Poopa says, Prime or early morning prayer, 6 a.m. Ooh, yeah, there we go. Talking my language there. Yeah, Prime is one that's a difficult one. Obviously, it's, it's been suppressed in the more recent uh, Liturgy of the Hours. But it, it's meant to be one that you say before going to work. Because there's a lot of stuff in there about getting ready for the day, essentially. I actually haven't done a prime yet. One of the reasons why is because the one thing that this missile, or not missile, the one thing that this copy of the Roman Breviary lacks is the martyrology. So you have to get like a separate martyrology. It's like if you're already putting so much, and there's so much great stuff in here, and you're already you know, charging as much as you are because this is Baronius Press and I think they charge way too much for this, to be honest. Um, but it's like, you should include the martyrology, you know, because that's, kind of that's kind of a big part of Prime. I do, at one point, I do want to get, maybe over the summer I'll be able to do it better uh, since I won't be working full-time um, to actually pray all of the hours of the day. I haven't actually gotten to that point yet, but I like people talking my language, though. Let's see, super. Aside from Mask of the Phantasm, it is the best animated Batman movie they've ever made. Wait, are you talking about Under the Red Hood? Yeah, I've heard good things about the storyline at the very least. I I didn't know that the... I'm guessing then the reason why it's so good or why you like it is because it's faithful to the source material, I'm guessing? Let me know if that's the case. Uh, James, I'm assuming that's James Dashier, giving a dollar donation via Streamlabs, says, Hey, Odin, just checking in to say, hey, well, James, how's it going, man? Glad to have you here. Uh, that reminds me, I am also on, <laughs> I can also be found on Cash App. Uh, someone last stream asked and donated $10 on Cash App. So technically I'm there too, um, but <laughs> uh, that's totally up to you. I just, re- I just got reminded of that. I was like, oh, that's right. Like <laughs> One person decided to donate on Cash App. Oh, man, oh, man. But yeah, uh, Under the Red Hood, I've heard good things about. Walking 55 says chocolate ice cream makes everything better. Unfortunately, I have none around unless I go unless I go take my in-laws out of this of, of their camper. Oh no. Oh no. Snore Paper says I'd have to drink more alcohol to get any credit for giving it up. <laughs> no. Uh the Hunger Monkey says the black hole describes Disney perfectly. There it is. There it is. I appreciate that. MNS says, also the Egyptian, they only made 3,000 of the Blu-rays in 2011. Well, dude, that makes it even more valuable, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I noticed because two of them were wrapped and then this one wasn't. 
So this that would mean this is a rare item. Yeah, this is the limited edition series. So I just noticed that there was a little booklet. I love when things come with booklets. I love when they come with booklets. So it gives you the technical information there. Nice. Very, very cool. Yeah, these are those movies that, you know, they make so little. That's why they're often, or because they only made it back in, you said, 2013 um, or 2011, that they're out of print. And it's out of print movies that end up, you know, rising in value. So thank you, man. So I actually do want to check this out uh, as a movie as well. But that makes it even more special, man. Thank you. Really do appreciate that, Evan. Thank you. Uh, Pat S says, Black Hole had some awesome robots. Interesting. But is it worth watching? Uh, Thursday Warrior says, I hear you, Odin. I've been extremely bored by the current worship service in most Protestant churches. Hippie songs, indeed. I went to a Dutch Reformed church last Sunday. Way more liturgical. Well, Thursday Warrior, if you want a really solemn celebration of the liturgy, highly recommend find a Latin Mass parish if you are next to, if you could just type in FSSP, uh, it's the Fraternity of Saints Peter and Paul. Um, it, or no, sorry, Fraternity of Saint Peter, FSSP, the Fraternity of Saint Peter. If you can find an FSSP parish, you will find the most solemn celebration of the liturgy that you will ever see. Um, I don't even have an FSSP near me. Uh, I just happen to have a parish. Uh, my parish just happens to be one that is a traditional parish, but even it is still growing slowly. Like we just had the mass added weekly, uh, the Latin mass added weekly as of like last year. Um, so that's still a relatively new thing, but look, look and see if you have an FSSP parish near you, man, or a, uh, was it Inst Institute of Christ? The King is the other, I mean, if you want to have another, if you like liturgical stuff, man, go check that out. Go check that out, man. I, I think it's the kind of stuff that changes lives. But that's just me. Alrighty then. The chat has jumped on me again, so some comments may have been skipped. Again, apologies there. Let me check over with my DLive fam. We do got about uh, 14 minutes left in the show, so we'll switch over to members only very very soon. Uh, Captain Heist says, just wondering how long would Justice League have been if Snyder could have finished it originally? Would it have still been four hours? That is another great point. If Snyder had had full control of the film when it first came out, how long would it have been? Now, I think his original plan was the four-hour cut that we have. But what likely would have happened was, as studios do, they say, okay, you got four hours, now bring it down to three. Okay, now that it's three, let's try and get it to 245. And then eventually you would have the Blu-ray edition, which would have the extended cut, which would then have the four-hour version potentially on it. And that's probably what would have happened originally to it. But here's the thing. If it had been Snyder's vision still, just like with BVS, would it have had the same issues in the shorter format? I think it would have. Uh, let's see. Super says, part one, I can't explain the rise of Islam, but I think the decline of Catholicism has to do with how Gen Y and Z were raised. They ask a lot of questions, and they rarely just accept anything. You see, I would disagree with that, Super. And I know that's just part one of your statement. And the reason why is because humans always ask questions. Yeah, I mean, even back before Vatican II, kids would ask questions all the time. The difference is that there were so many more... 
rich, traditional, and actually very simplistic ways that we could answer it. Like there was the Baltimore Catechism, which literally just has question, answer, question, answer, question, answer as a starting point. And then there was a lot of other rich traditions that you could have gone into. Also, there were ways that people were incorporated into parish life a lot more that just led to more people, um, I think, growing in holiness in, in a much clearer way. Um, but no, I, I think I think a lot of specifically the rise of Islam, because you again, when you see the fact that you have Catholicism and Christianity in general right on the decline and Islam on the rise, what is the key difference? It's how serious it is, I think, right? It's, it's, it's how rigorous it is. Because as I said, people generally speaking like structure. They like a challenge. And it's hard to pray five times a day and to actually have to like set aside, you know, uh, point yourself in a certain direction, say these prayers and everything like that. There's something beautiful about that, right? And we used to have that. There used to be that level of solemnity. And we've lost a lot of that because we've just tried to make things easier, right? Oh, we'll just we'll just move this feast to a Sunday. That way you don't have to worry about going to mass during the week. Oh, we'll just, instead of you having to fast till, from midnight before, oh, now it's just an hour, not even an hour before mass, an hour before you receive the Eucharist. Everything's become so much more easier. And because of that, now when kids at now when kids ask questions, they're like, so if you're just going to change things to make it easier, what's the point? So I can totally understand why young people today have that perspective and are falling away from it. Because if even the hierarchy doesn't take it seriously or doesn't at least per- be perceived to take it seriously, why would they? Makes sense to me. Uh, Hunger Junger Funga Munga says they replaced Johnny Cage because the writer didn't want a white savior. Again, um, I'm assuming that means that there is confirmation on that. Again, I just I haven't done enough research to see that myself. Could be true though. Pat S says, Dread 2012, is it worth a watch? I would say yes. It is great. Carl Urban is a fantastic Judge Dread, and I want a sequel. I want a sequel. Laura says, Odin hates redundancy. You're darn right. <laughs> All right, Super continues that previous comment saying, and as a younger person, I don't think parents or especially the church has come up with great enough answers so they feel that if they are believers and stay active in the church. Well, as I said, right, it's a very complicated issue, right? It, and if I'm trying to make it seem like there's only one reason why things go- went downhill, that's obviously not true. But I do think that it's a main reason. That the things getting easier and watered, it's the watered down faith that I think is pushing a lot of people away because it, it, it leads to more, you know, lukewarm stuff. Uh, Jacob 76 says, Oh, next week is Holy week. What are you doing? Um, yeah, very excited. Very excited for Holy week. Um, so Holy Thursday, probably it's a half day of school. Um, and I think we'll still be here. I don't think we're leaving uh, to go on the road until Friday. Hate to travel on Good Friday, but um, that's where we are at this point. But anyway, so there is the Feast of the Lord's Supper on Holy Thursday. So I'll be going to that um, probably at my local church. And then Good Friday, unfortunately, because I'm driving, I don't think I'll be able to make it to the 3 p.m. service. It's the one day of the year in the Catholic Church where there's actually no Mass celebrated. Um, so most likely won't be able to, 
to get there, but who knows? I, I've never driven to Pensacola from here before, so uh, might be able to maybe get get that to work. If not, though, unfortunately, I'll have to miss that. And um, you know, because of COVID last year, that was actually the first time I'd ever missed the Triduum in many years. Uh, so you know, I was hoping to get back on track this year, but um, obviously, just gotta give it up. Just gotta give it up as a sacrifice. All right, let's see. Uh, Kara Tharp says the Easter Beagle is a Peanuts movie. Oh, okay. Uh, Pat S says Saint Stephen in Pensacola also has Latin Mass. Will you be seeing? Jer- I think it's. I think Saint Stephen was the one I was looking at. Uh, maybe no, it was a shrine. Pat S. There was a shrine there that was like it's literally called the home of the Latin Mass. Probably won't be seeing Jeremy just because. He'll probably be doing some family stuff for Easter. I know that I'm just there in general for Easter. But since I'll be in the area, right, I'll definitely hit him up and, and ask. Um, 70B begging people to move on from FNT. wonder why. Uh, Invigory says, I like Lake Placid. Is that worse than, Sk- than Kong Skull Island? I've actually never seen Lake Placid. I never wanted to. The Hunger Jung of Among Us says, so, so tired of hearing about Snyder and Justice League. Yep, me too, hunky chunky. But it will never go away. Thursday the Warrior says, the black hole was pretty meh. Good to hear. Let's see, Kog Pan, what's going on? Blake St. Clair says, I watched the Ten Commandments on my tablet. Odin full circle. Nice. Very, very cool. Tina then says that she's seen the Ten Commandments a couple dozen times on a wide variety of mediums. Matthew Hyden says, Snyder Cut is better than most MCU films. Can we agree on that? Most? Hell no. Hell no. Like, let's just be honest here. The vast majority of MCU films are pretty solid. Like, you would have to be talking about the first Thor movie, the first uh, Iron Man movie. You would talk about the first Avengers movie. I mean... I would argue the the vast majority of MCU films, like, there's only a few bad MCU movies. Like, really bad. Like, Captain Marvel, Iron Man 2, but even Iron Man 2 is kind of just at least funny and entertaining in the ways that it's bad. Um, Avengers Age of Ultron, obviously, would be another one. Uh, Black Panther is that B-minus movie. It's not total garbage, but it's, it's also not that great either. Um, but here's the thing. Out of the entire DCEU... The best movie that you got is Shazam, which is a B-level movie. In the entire MCU, you've got films like Iron Man, which is like an A-level movie. So, I mean, that that that's where I would go with that instead. JKWX76 says, I'm watching The Prisoner because Nerdrata keeps saying what a great show it is. He's correct, by the way. Nice. Yeah, I've never seen it myself. Golden Ration says, I'm excited about Ghost of Tsushima because the director. I'm only worried how they will write the story, though. Um, I agree. However, because of the fact that the production company behind it is um, is the same production company behind the John Wick movies, I think it'll be good. All right, I do now. i got to switch over to members only. Apologies, members only. Eric Duet says, is it good? You know that is so subjective, especially with regards to 1970s flicks. I saw it as a kid and enjoyed it. I plan on rewatching it this week. That's why I like to try and you know push back the um, subjective versus objective. Um, I did see this comment, Zach Varga. Uh, Zach Drew and Noah, what's up, dudes? I don't know if y'all are still watching or not, but hail. You got to put those words together, though, for them to highlight. <laughs> but we are members only now. Uh, Hunger Junga Funga Monkey. 
uh, says, I saw a quiet place, but I'm not telling you whose it was. Oh, Lord. What? Uh, Laura says, I was going to make a movie at four and a half uh, at four thirty here, but I don't, I didn't want to miss the live stream. So I rescheduled Laura. Thank you. You could have, you could have gone to see that movie. I know there's a three hour difference, but you could have gone to see that. All right. Let's see. Galford's dog. What's going on? Alice McCarthy says WD network moved to Peacock. It ends at April. Wait, what? The WWE network is done. It's dead. It's it's been integrated into Peacock. Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous, man. That's ridiculous. Wow. Uh, Pat S says Peacock streaming is worth every penny I pay for it. I'm assuming that's because you use the free option. <laughs> Snorter Poopa says pineapple pizza counts as a penance. Yes, that's the only time it's acceptable is that if you are using it as a penance. <laughs> Uh, Andrew Hoyle uh, says, amazing how your Brian Blessed impression sounds exactly like your Michael Caine. Isn't it amazing? Are you trying to say that us Americans sound the same to you, Andrew Hoyle? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> oh, Lordy. Okay. Members only comments. Snort of Cuber. Thank you again for showing the sick emoji with pineapple on pizza. Uh, Wander This World. Again, I shouted out you being here earlier. TC, what's going on? Dark Shadow Logan in the chat as well. Andrew Hoyle says, if you want a silly martial arts movie, you can't go wrong with Kung Pao. Kung Pao and the Fist is fantastic. And uh, we also watched a recent one, uh, too. Not a recent one, but more recently than Kung Pao. Uh, Kung Fury. Watch Kung Fury on YouTube. It's free on YouTube, and it is hilarious. All right. I saw someone say that there is a story that was done about it. Damn it, Walking Device says, Thank you for having such a laid back stream to make comments and interact. Your mods are great too. Thank you, Damn Man Walking. We try and keep it laid back and chill and clean over here. And uh, the mods are great. 70B and Tina B are all fantastic. Zach Richmond, what's going on, man? Sorna Poopis says, Do they still have more. Uh, do they still have matins at 2 a.m.? My limited knowledge is based on my medieval history courses. Yes. So monks today still do pray matins. So they'll get up in the middle of the night to pray it. Um, in the typical office, though, so I have, so the uh, breviary that I have is the traditional Roman breviary. So this is the one that, again, that was prayed um, for centuries um, with very little changes up until uh, the Vatican II. And this one has matins in it. And yeah, basically the mindset is like middle of the night, but you can, you, you do, you do have the ability to pray it in the morning. So you can pray matins when you wake up in the morning, because obviously matins is a very, very long hour. Um, and then you can pray that and then it can lead into your morning prayer of louds as well. All right. Let's see any other members. You know, Sword People says, I haven't had anyone to inflict my old movies on since my, my wife divorced. Oh, that's Sword Poop. It's sorry to hear that. I'm praying for you, man. Pray for you and your family. I, I know that can't be easy. All right. Chat jumped on me again. Uh, but looks like comments weren't skipped. But again, I am on members only comments. Again, that's what we do at the end of the stream. Uh, because we do like to keep this at an hour and 30 minutes. Thursday Warrior says, I appreciate the suggestion, Odin, but I'm Protestant through and through. Thursday Warrior, dude, hey, look, man, 
all I'm saying is, does it hurt to check it out? That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying become Catholic. I'm not saying enter RCIA. All I'm saying is, if you like solemn liturgy, I think you'd be impressed. That's all I'm saying. Just check it out. Uh, Eric Duet says, it's like asking if 20,000 20, Leagues Under the Sea was good. As a kid, I loved it in my favorite rides at Disney. However, I rewatched it a few weeks ago and definitely some cringy parts in it. PETA would hate it. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> Forever Sci-Fi says, how can you take church seriously when people show up in sweatpants and pajamas? And that's one of the reasons why I prefer the traditional mass and traditional Latin mass parishes. Because that doesn't happen that that's a big faux pas right and one of the reasons why that happened is again it's because of the spirit of vatican II, making things a lot more laid back to the point where people now will literally show up one thing that drove me one of the things that drove me crazy when i lived in new orleans is that people would show up on sunday in saints jerseys and not the religious saints jerseys in an nfl, NFL football team's jersey they would show up to mass drove me crazy drove me nuts so no, I, I agree with you. And that's the reason why the only masses that I can really go to nowadays and actually be able to focus on the reason why we're there, which is the Eucharist, is to go to a traditional parish. Because yeah, you might have a couple people that don't know where they are and they just show up because there's a mass time who aren't dressed. But the vast majority of people, the women are wearing veils. Again, long tradition in the church. The women are wearing veils. The men are wearing suits. And there's tons of kids. Tons of kids. Which, there's a great expression. If your church ain't crying, it's dying. If there aren't kids there learning the faith, being taught the faith, well then, it's not going to be around. Eric K says, nice to see you. Hope you recover from FNNT. Need a lot of prayers, but we did indeed recover. Third Warrior then says, what do you call an ADD movie director? J.J. Abrams. <laughs> Oh, Lord. All right, let's see. Any other members' comments? Father Chris Miller says, In the nick of time, just to reach out to Father Damien Cook, and I know where he's at now. Oh, you did? You know more about Father Damien Cook than I do. <laughs> Orange Eye View says, Odin, uh, what would you do if you saw Cthulhu? Would you embrace voodoo, or would you watch Hulu? Or maybe Baby Thor would take a doo-doo. Or you could hear the cow go moo-moo <laughs> just because. You crazy orange chat. Uh, Pat S says, my last question, who's in charge of the music on family road trips? So uh, typically we, my wife will have like headphones on. This is the first time that we're ever traveling with baby Thor. So this is going to change that whole dynamic. Uh, but typically since I'm the one driving, I typically have control over what I'm listening to. And I typically listen to either podcasts or audiobooks. And so typically I try and listen to, if I'm listening to a podcast, she's normally not going to be interested in the stuff that I listen to. Um, so she has headphones on, she'll put them on. And then if it's a audiobook, typically it's like a star Wars audiobook because she can kind of like half listen and, and try and rest. And she's, she's okay with it. Uh, typically we, we work together though, as far as if we decide to listen to music, Alice McCarthy says it's cheaper, at least still get to watch pay-per-views on Peacock and slowly all the WWE stuff will be on there. So WD networks just, Going away completely, though? Wow. Father says, Pineapple on pizza is served in the ninth layer of hell. Judas is eating it for eternity. Boom. There it is. Right from Father. Jacob 76 Kung Pao entered the fist. Rocked. I took my girlfriend to see it. She married me later anyway. Boom. Yes. 
Yes, there it is. There it is, Father. Um. All right, we do need to finish up. So, members, if you could slow down, please. Snore Poopa says divorce was a long time ago, 1999. It was a learning experience, but still, pray for you nonetheless. Father says, might be here Tuesday night, might not. We have our Christmas Mass on Monday, and I'm in the big city till Wednesday. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Why not on Holy Thursday? That's traditionally when it is. Um, But yeah, crazy stuff going on. Father says, the spirit of Vatican II can go hashtag sand. <laughs> yep. Thursday Warrior says, how can you take a university education seriously when people show up in pajamas and fuzzy slippers? That's another great point, too. Boom. Thursday Warrior. Excellent point. <laughs> Pat S. says, St. Benedict's Seminar, Sunrise Easter Morning is a close second to St. Patrick's. The brothers singing an hour before really sweet. Dude. Yes. Um, isn't that on the North Shore? I always wanted to check that one out. Uh, I always wanted to check that place out beforehand. But, dude, St. Patrick's does it right. And I was hoping I'd be able to get there for, unfortunately, it looks like the Friday, the Walk of Nine Churches. What I saw on the Jesuit website, though, says it's going to be virtual. So I don't know what's going on with that. I'm getting mixed messages on it. But I probably won't be able to do that. I probably have to do it virtually, which, hey, at least I get to have some connection with it. And I might be able to drive in for the Easter Vigil Mass uh, at St. Pat's. I might be able to do so. Um, but because there is a mass I could technically go to in Pensacola, that might be where I go. Depends. Oh, they sold their streaming rights. Okay, gotcha. Someone just explained they sold their streaming rights, and that's why. Man, but okay. Interesting. But that, yeah, that means that they're going to they're gonna edit out the good stuff. Oh, that's so stupid. Andrew Hoyle, God can see me wearing my scruffs all week. The least I can do is wear something nice for him on Sunday. Exactly. Exactly. It does not take much to wear a suit. If we're complaining about having to wear a suit, it's like we're, we're kind of missing the point, I think. Uh, Father says, remember how wide our diocese is. That's why we don't have it on Holy Thursday. That's true, Father. Good point. Very, very good point. All right. Anything over on the D-Live fam? Um, let's see. I'm seeing that Kung Fury 2 is having funding issues. Come on, guys. Get it together. We want to see that movie. Well, again, uh, Kung Fury 2. If you like the first Kung Fury, uh, check out Kung Fury 2 and see if you can raise some money for it. But that is going to be it. We are way over time tonight. But thank you, everybody, very much for your love, very much for your support. Shout out to the D-Live fam. Uh, you guys are great. I'm going to do a chest opening over there since I hadn't done one for y'all in a while. Uh, to everyone on YouTube, thank you so much for your love. Thank you, everyone who's super chatted, donated, all that stuff. You guys are freaking amazing people. Uh, fun, fun open forum discussion today. And uh, tomorrow is Palm Sunday. So I hope everyone has a rest uh, of your blessed weekend. I hope you all have a blessed Palm Sunday, a blessed Holy Week. And we will be back on Tuesday. Uh, that will be the last stream that we will have before Easter. And so we'll, again, as I said, I probably won't be on Friday Night Tights for Good Friday and probably will not have a stream on the Easter Vigil. Uh, so this Saturday, just again, because um, priorities. Uh, but I love you guys still very, very much nonetheless. So I hope you all have a wonderful night. Shout out to Stephanie B and Tina B. Tina B, thank you for being here uh, throughout the entire stream. I know that you've been dealing with the headache. Anyway, you guys, seriously, are all amazing, beautiful people. I do need to shout out uh, some of my members, though. So a shout-out to Kara Tharp, Rich the Savior, Dadman Walking 55, M Tax Shark, Forever Sci-Fi, FCC 2014, 
Rosie G12, Andrew Hoyle, Eric K, Orange Chat Reviews, Adam Avery, The Bosco 2000, Twirly Wolf, Jay Stowe, and Aiden Vickery. You guys are all members on the YouTube channel at the Army of Asgard level and above. So thank you all very much for your love and for your support. You guys are all amazing and beautiful people. Uh, thank you again for your love and support this weekend especially. And again, blessed Palm Sunday to everyone. Have a wonderful day, everybody. And as always, God bless. And now for a huge shout-out to all of my March Patreon members. Andrew Hoyle, Animation Commentator, Brian P., Divex, Enrique Evangelista, Father Christopher Miller, Hail to you, Father, Father Damien Cook, Garrett Searles, The Honky Chonky Funky Monkey, Inflamed Wood, Interdrop Productions, Jason Clark, Jacob Juice, Jay, Jeffrey Toon, Jonathan Carney, Laura, the Modern Major General Story, Mike Jackson, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mr. Peabody and his evil twin with the beautiful hair, On to June, Orange Hat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Priscilla Hall, Riff Magos, Rosetta Allen, Steve Glasker, Teresa Martin, Theodore Benden, Tina Bojan, and Biffer de Hobbit, and of course, the Empress of the Universe, Tina B. Thank you all very much for being my Patreon members. And now a shout out to all of my Subscribestar members. Stand for John B, Perpetual Punster, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., uh, Dean Heiss slash the new number two, J-Rod the Beer Guru, Nebadon G. Adams, and ZK Man, and Fast RXN and Nosferatu Gatsu. And Dion, thank you all so very much for being my subscribe star members, and to everyone who has been supportive of the channel. Of course, a shout out to my YouTube members, and you all know that you get your special perks every single time that we do a live stream. So thank you again for your support. If you want to have your name shouted out at the every single at the end of every single live stream and at the end of every single video, please check out the links in the description below to become a Patreon or subscribe star member today. You're going to also get access to things at the upper tiers, like a bi-weekly podcast that I do with my friend John the Plick. John the Flick Pick Flickinger. We also, of course, have a Chosen of Valhalla live stream once a month where me and my Chosen come together on this channel to talk about whatever it is that they want to talk about. So anyway, if all that stuff sounds interesting to you, please check out the links below. You guys are amazing, beautiful people. Hope you all have a wonderful day. And as always, God bless.